Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion. Welcome back to the Everyday Saturday Podcast. Let's dive right into another great podcast, custom-made just for you. Uh, I want to take you back 10 or 11 years or so. I was in Los Angeles, the city of angels. Love the state of California. Uh, back, what was it, 10, 11 years ago? Yeah. And um, had I ever been to California? No. The answer is no. So I'm at the, the Los Angeles Marriott at a live event. Uh, Les Brown was there. My man Les Brown was hosting an event, and he had said one line, just one line, and it just it resonated with me. I hadn't thought about it in a long time. It just popped in my head right before I was going to record this podcast because I said something to my wife. I said, man, in this cancel culture, you got to make some F.U. money. <laughs> she said, what's that? I said, hey, that's that money. We're all going to get canceled. If you have any view whatsoever that is just not vanilla milk toast, you are in danger, my friend. Of being canceled. So the goal is make as much money as you can as fast as you can. So if they ever do come after you and cancel you, it won't matter financially. But I say that kind of tongue in cheek, hopefully. But back when Les was uh, speaking at this event, it was the first day and he was on fire. I mean, he was just letting it rip. Probably two hours straight, he kicked off his own event and he just started talking and no notes. You know, that's another thing that I think about it. Les never in my memory, has ever spoken with a note card, a PowerPoint, or anything. Now, he may have used PowerPoints before because at the end he might have pitched his speaking program or something like that, but I've never known him to ever use a PowerPoint. Uh, and that's a sign of a great speaker. That is a sign of an amazing speaker. I kind of latched onto that no PowerPoint life just because I don't I don't want to be a slave like uh, to a PowerPoint because how many times have you been, whether you were at one of those rubber chicken dinners, you know, in the corporate life, or maybe you went to a rubber chicken luncheon in the chamber or something like that, and you get the speaker comes up and it's just death by PowerPoint. It's like, well, here's another PowerPoint slide. And here's another PowerPoint slide. Oh, and look at this slide. This one is even better than the slide before that. And it's like, oh, my God, man, are you ever going to just talk? I came here to be inspired, to learn. I can read a slide if you want. Just send me the slide deck and say, read this in your spare time. So that's what I really enjoyed about Les is that he didn't have that. Anyway, about, you know, he was all fired up, but he's on a roll. And then he said this one line. He goes, your goal is to make F you money. And everybody just kind of looked at you. What did, what did he just say? I said again, your goal is to make FU money. <laughs> and so he goes, You know what FU money is? And then we're all looking at We obviously could kind of fill in the blanks. He goes, That's when you go into your boss's office and you say, Buddy, I'm done. FU. <laughs> and then the way he laughed, it was just perfect. The delivery was perfect. It was spot on. Because look, everybody was there to be inspired. Nobody wanted to go to a job, you know? 
And so it was just, it was such a great line. And I've always thought about that line in the sense that, you know, it with freedom, you know, sadly, we all need money, right, to pay our bills and to, you know, make sure that we have groceries on the table and all that good stuff. So money does play a factor in, you know, the quality of your life to a certain extent. Now, you can certainly live below your means to take the stress off so you don't have to earn as much money. It's just, or you can just go get a second job, a side gig, a side hustle, and just make more money. You know, there's there's an abundance of it out there. It's like taking a teaspoon out of the ocean. I mean, it's not like if you go get yours, somebody else can't get theirs. I mean, it's not a zero-sum game, okay? There's enough for everybody out there. That's another thing I learned. However, it was really wild when he started, you know, talking about it and that it made a lot of sense. It just it resonated. Sometimes you got to speak to people – you know, you got to know your audience. That's another thing Les was really good at. He knew his audience. He knew why people were there. He knew they weren't there for some BS, you know, hocus pocus that people were going to do. But he was really inspiring, too. It, 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 you have to know your audience. Les is a master motivator, all right? He's not so much into the blocking and tackling, you know, and get into the techie, this and that. He leaves you to go do that. He wants to just drum up that fire inside you. Let me tell you something. People pay a lot of money to get that fire ignited. You ever had the uh, fire go out in your furnace? I have. Buffalo, New York, fire goes out. Fur- I didn't even know a furnace had a, a pilot light. Pilot light, of all things. And if that pilot light goes out, your furnace ain't going. And so, yo, in the when you, in the old buildings in Buffalo, New York, like the apartments that I was renting in the late 80s and early 90s, there was a lot of drafts coming in from a lot of places in those apartments, and especially in the basement. You know, these are 100, 200-year-old homes, and it would blow the pilot light right out. Woof, pilot light out. Hey, that's cool. It's 10 blowout. No heat. All right. Well, that's good. Well, you want to get that fire ignited again, and that's what we all want inside. We get this furnace that wants to be ignited and reignited, and we want to be on fire because, you know, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. And that's, I, that's what I want. I go, when I listen to people like Les, I want them to ignite that fire inside of me. So I, I'll take the fire, and then when I go learn the how-to, I got the fire burning. But if you don't have any kind of a fire burning, who cares if you ever learn how to do what it is that you want to because you won't ever have the passion to see it through because once you have one bad day and one failure and something doesn't go your way, that pilot light is going to get blown out, man. You don't want that. You want to go make FU money. (laughs) I just said, man, it's just, and I got it. He talked that way to us because he knew his audience, and that's the way we wanted to be spoken to. And when you really think of people, especially marketers, they try to put together these million-dollar words and these slick funnels and all these different things when most Americans communicate at a seventh-grade level. You know, yet people think, hey, I'm going to talk, I'm going to add this word. It's really smart. People are going to think I'm smart. And I'm like, look, man, it's just, why would you do that? It's not the way you talk. It's not the way you communicate in everyday life. And if your audience and the goal of your audience is freedom, then maybe you ought to have an event and say, you got to go make a few money because they'll figure it out, man. You don't got to be vulgar. You don't got to swear. They can fill in the blanks and they'll love it. And you'll ignite that fire, you know, and everybody's got to get that light. It may, maybe yours blew out two years ago, five years ago. Maybe I knew there was a time mine blew out. I Look, I, could, I very vividly, I remember I was sitting in the corner office. I'm just like, I'm dying. I'm dying. The pilot light's out. I got to get the furnace reignited. So I Googled motivation, audio motivation. I'll never forget. I Googled audio motivation. 
and I found these audios that were streaming on the internet. There was no downloading. This was 2004, 2003, 2004. There was no downloading. You had to click the play button. Remember those old websites where you hit the play button and the audio streamed right there on the page? Yeah, that's what I was listening to. And it was just motivational audio after motivational audio after motivation. I'm like, wow. I thought I hit gold. Like I sat, I remember sitting in my office after lunch. I was in a carb coma, went to lunch with the guys again. And I'm just sitting there like somebody poured me in my chair, lethargic, fat, just no energy, looking at the clock. And then I hit play. It's like, wow. Oh my gosh. They're like, and they have energy. This is me. Holy cow. Listen to these stories. They're like, Guy, and I'm not kidding, guys. This was completely foreign to me. Like, I thought I'd landed on Mars because I thought I was the only one. Have you ever been in a situation where you thought, I'm the only one? Nobody else thinks like me. Well, you're not hanging around the right people because there's millions of people who think like you, just like you. They want freedom. They want to make that a few money. But you're not going to see them everywhere. You're not even going to see them probably in your local community. You got to travel a little bit. You got to get online. You got to get in groups where these people hang out. And then when you start hanging out, you're like, oh my God, you think like me. I'm not, I'm just. I'm not a unicorn. And I remember one of the guys was John DeLemme, this fast-talking New Yorker. And he had a stuttering problem, but he was so motivating. And I just I hit play, and I listened to him. And he was so crazy. He said some of the craziest things, but he said the one thing, you are a champion. I stole it from John. I lifted it from him. I went to his boot camps. I bought all his CDs. I was in, I was in his CD of the month club. It was like 20 bucks a month, and he would send me these CDs. And that's it. He passed the baton to me. I took it and ran with it, you know? And I said, you are a champion. My first ebook that I ever used for a download as a lead magnet on my website, if you use the Wayback Machine and plug in everydayasaturday.com, you go back to 2006 or 7, you'll see my ebook titled, You Are a Champion. And I just loved it, man. I loved all of that stuff. I just loved the motivation. It got the fire going. It got my pilot light relighted, man, because it was there. It was just out from all the years of just following the leader and the lemmings and playing small and being average and not speaking and being a stutter and being broke and being fat and being depressed. All of that went away when the fire came back. All of that went away when the fire came back. And that's why I go to events like Les has. That's why I plug into audios like the one you're listening to. That's why I will always record the Everyday Saturday podcast because there's going to be a new listener somewhere all across the world, who I don't even know yet, they may not have even been born yet, that's going to listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast, and their fire's going to get lit up, and they are going to go make their dreams come true. And I believe that. I don't care if anybody else believes that. That doesn't matter to me. I know I believe it. That's all that matters, because I've seen it happen now. I didn't have any proof. I just figured, hey, if I start yelling into a microphone, maybe there's one other person on a planet of 7 billion people that thinks like me, and maybe they're going to be inspired. Well, what do you know? There's a lot more. 20 million downloads later, there's a lot more people that want to make every day Saturday. So my challenge to you, my friend, is to go make that FU money. And if you don't need to make that FU money, go make your dream. And go find other people that will inspire you to stay after it on those days you don't want to keep going, on those days they don't work out exactly how you thought they were going to work out. Maybe when your friend leaves you or when somebody else abandons you because you're crazy. I don't think that's going to work. Well, you know one thing? You know where to come. Right back here to the Everyday Saturday podcast where we build the dream, man. The dreamer, the doer, the entrepreneur. All right? This is where the dreams actually do come true. Let's get after it. I'm fired up, baby. Reignite your fire. Get the pilot light going again and have the best day ever.
And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.